you're here. Welcome to the Masterminding Success Podcast. They say if you want to be successful in business and in life, then surround yourself with successful people. So pull up a seat. The Mastermind is about to begin. Okay, so if if my dogs understand when I speak, but I don't mm-hmm. understand when they bark, does that mean my dogs are smarter than me? I'm not going to answer that, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you made it. Glad you could join us for another episode of the Masterminding Success Podcast. We're your hosts, Keith Wheeler. And Nuria Corby. Nuria, what's on the agenda for today? Oh, today we're talking about imposter syndrome. And that is something I think we all have suffered from at one point. Yeah, yeah. um, I definitely have have suffered from that, uh, Mm. both in in business and and in the YouTube channel. Um, For those people who who don't know what imposter syndrome is, maybe they've never heard of it. It's basically not feeling that you deserve the success that you've seen. Um, I mean, that's kind of like, I mean, that's not the scientific word for or term for it, but um, I mean, that's, that's pretty much a, the definition that, that I would say best sums it up. And kind of also not thinking that you're uh, a good enough expert on something you know, that I think that was my problem at first when I thought, well, I don't really know too much about the subject. Why mm-hmm. should I be somebody teaching anything, really? That was my worry at first. And I think that is part of imposter syndrome as well, that, that we think we're not good enough to, to be an expert in something. But yeah. really, you don't have to be an expert. You just have to know a little bit and then pass on that knowledge, I think. Right. Right. Because I mean, if, as long as you know a little bit about something, then you know more than someone who doesn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. so many times people think that they have to, you know, basically have a doctorate in whatever the topic is in order to be able to, to speak intelligently about it. And, and that couldn't be further from the case because what I've found um, just consuming content from people is a lot of times if someone has been doing it for, for far too long or not far too long, but have been doing it for a long time. Um, they may be speaking of more advanced tactics than what you're ready for. Yes. Um, and so, so really when you're first starting out, all you really need to do is, is know more about that topic than at least one other person. Exactly. And I, I always remember when I was at school, the teachers that I remember were probably not the ones with the most knowledge on a subject, because we had a, a few teachers that were very knowledgeable in their field, but they weren't very good at passing on that knowledge, <laughs> if I can describe it like that. They right. they knew a lot themselves, but I think um, being a good teacher is about passing on the bit that you do know, even if it's a very small part of, of the subject that you want to teach. And I think that's how I came to the to sort of, I, I kind of made peace with myself in that sense, because I thought, well, I don't have to teach um, in-depth knowledge and something. All I need to do is to really show people my journey, how I got where I am, and what they can do to kind of copy that, you know. So so I think sometimes we expect too much from ourselves as well, and we, we want to be um, so knowledgeable in the subject that we teach, but it's not really necessary to know everything as long as we know 
um, more than other people and we can pass that on. I think that's a big part of it, being able to pass it on um, yeah. so that other people can can take that knowledge in. Yeah, and, and being able to to just be honest and, and say, you know, I don't know something. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, I've done that lots of times. Yeah, I've, I've, I've found that that's something that I that I find attracts me um, to to that kind of content is, you know, someone that's that's real, you know? Yeah. And and I, I think I pref- personally prefer to to learn from someone who is um, kind of, first of all, still doing whatever the topic is I'm learning about. Um, you know, someone who's just speaking, you know, hypothetically, you know, or something that they did, you know, five, six, seven years ago, um, industries change. And so I, I want to learn from somebody who is still in the trenches, if you will. Yes. And so um, I definitely find that that helps. And knowing that someone is, you know, maybe two, three, four steps ahead of you mm-hmm. and not 200 steps ahead of you um, exactly. makes what they're teaching more relatable. And, and something that, okay, I, I know I can, I can achieve that because he's only been doing, you know, you know, been doing it a year more than I have, or two years more than I have. Um, Yes. It's all about being relatable and being on the same level as your students. And like you said, not be afraid of saying, I don't know, but I'll find out for you, or I'll see if I can find the answer for you. So, and the good thing is we learn with them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find that is one of the nicest things about teaching. I used to teach a long time ago um, when my children were little. So that's about 20 years ago. <laughs> I used to teach languages, but um, I think that kind of wanting to give knowledge to somebody else that stays with you when you when you are a teacher um did you find that as well because I think you taught as well in the past I did yeah um no I yeah that's something that um I I definitely find helps with um the YouTube channel and and everything Mm -hmm. else is you know my my previous history as as being um, a teacher but um but I I think it's you know wanting to wanting to share that knowledge and knowing how to share it um, mm. is is uh, a, a big part of it. Um, but when it comes to doing imposter syndrome, it, it can stop in your tracks. I mean, I've, I've known people who, who stop doing what they're doing because they don't feel that they've, they've earned it. But yeah, so I, I've known plenty of people who have just, like I said, they, they don't feel that they deserve the attention they're getting. Um, they don't feel that they deserve the um, whether it's on YouTube and it's the number of subscribers or in business, you know, the, the you know, maybe they just started the business um, or they've only been around for a couple, you know, months or years and and they're seeing better and bigger um, returns than what they expected. And then they know other businesses out there that they think are better that that aren't seeing that. And so um, I think a lot of it does have to do with I don't want to say self self-confidence, but um, I think it has to do with just not feeling that you've done um, that. You maybe you don't feel that you've been in the trenches enough to to be a success. Um, yes, I've often thought about you know what the difference is because I've had that feeling many times in the past, and I've overcome that now. <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like I don't. I'm I'm quite confident now, and I never used to be a very confident person, and I don't know where that comes from. I think. 
it comes from a lot of it comes from my my viewers and my my students because they encourage me and they and when I hear stories of people that say thank you so much you've helped me do this or I've produced that that really gives you a, a, a confidence boost because you think, wow, you know, some of the people like I, I teach how to make children's books and mm-hmm. some of the books they've made are far better than my books. And, <laughs> and that really gives me a confidence boost because I think I've taught somebody to produce this kind of book, which is amazing. Um, and I think the more you do it, the more you gain confidence. And I wish I could bottle that somehow and and give it to people because that has changed my whole outlook on this whole business and and uh, it it just it just makes you feel a lot more relaxed about things. But I know the feeling of having imposter syndrome very very well. I do remember it, and I just wish I could think of how I over I overcame it because it's not there anymore so do you still have it or I mean because you come across as very confident as well Keith yeah I you know I'm not gonna lie I mean there there are times when when something happens and I'm like I I why am I getting this opportunity you know what what did I do differently than so-and-so who who I started watching you know whether it's on YouTube or what you know I started learning from them you know Mm -hmm. years before I even really started um you know what and or I'll see people who are asking me for advice and you know they you know they may have books that are outranking my books and you know and I'm like well you know do I really have the knowledge to you know and the right to share that knowledge with them mm-hmm. when they clearly are you know they've got a better BSR bestseller rank than I do on a certain book um but then I just you know I I kind of in my own uh you know spokesman as well and I'm like well you know, you've, yeah, that's, you're just looking at one book, you're looking at one aspect of the business, and not all of the knowledge that you've shared that you have from all the aspects of the business and and all the different areas. So um, yeah, it still, it still gets me from time to time. It doesn't, it doesn't get me nearly as often as it used to. Um, Again, going back to what you're saying about confidence, um, I do have more confidence in, in the work that I've put in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really what it comes down to is, um, the, the feeling that you don't feel that you've put in enough, um, work into the trenches to, to deserve the outcome that you've received. Um, and, and sometimes, yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that just got lucky, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and there's really nothing you can do about that. But majority of the time, whether a business, whatever, whether it's a physical business or an online business, um, even if it just opened up and it's starting to get success, there were still chances are a lot of time and energy and effort and finances or whatever that went into building that or building the the concept of it or whatever, um, then, you know, that shouldn't be ignored, you know? Um, And it's, it's very easy to, to ignore that kind of stuff when it's something you enjoy, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're like, I don't even feel like I'm working. So exactly. You know, and so why do I, why do I deserve this when, when I know that, you know, my sister is, you know, working, you know, two jobs and, and not making what I'm making. Absolutely. Um, I agree that that is so true. That is so true because it does. That's when it gets me as well. You know, when I see other people that are, in my opinion, even more capable than me, (laughs) 
and uh, I, I just don't, I don't know what it is, but um, I think in any case, imposter syndrome is not a good thing, you know, so whatever you can do to not feel that is so much better because you will grow if you don't feel, if it doesn't hold you back, because it does hold us back. Um, so I think it's not a good thing. It's a humbling thing. Right. And we've all been brought up to be humble and to not brag about things and to not put ourselves out there, you know, to be reserved and humble. And mm -hmm. and that doesn't work in business, <laughs> not in our business. Right. You know? It's it's such a it's such a controversial thing to to combine those two things, to be out there and to help people and and not come across as um, not humble, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why I felt bad, you know, because I thought, who am I to, to tell people this when they're much more capable than I am, you know, um, but obviously, there's something else that we all have, we're all different. And right. uh, I would say we can all teach the same thing, but every teacher will have something else to bring to the table. And um, different students learn better with different teachers. That doesn't mean one is better than the other. It just means they're different and some connect better. So I, I think if I had any advice for people who suffer from imposter syndrome is try to think of it as getting your tribe together and teaching your tribe, the people that like to listen to you and they will prefer you to somebody else just because it's you just because they connect with you so you know there might be somebody out out there that's more knowledgeable but they're not connecting with them as well as they're connecting with you so that is part of of the reason why um maybe i've overcome that i don't know because yeah. i get a lot of love from my students and my my viewers so Thank you to everyone listening who's done that for me. <laughs> yeah, and 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 even even beyond the the teaching, I know we've been talking a lot about teaching just because that's that's what we do with our channels. Mm. Um, but just just business in general, um, it's you know just it focusing on because I mean while I'm I do think that yes you know we all should be at least a little bit humble in the mm -hmm. fact that you know we, you know that we've um, we don't think we're better than other people, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. but I have definitely, like I said, I've seen imposter syndrome, um, because it is, it, it is psychological. It's, you know, it, it, because of that, it can, it can hurt in, in so many different ways. And, and one of the biggest ways is to, um, to add in that self-doubt that most of us already have anyway, especially mm -hmm. when you're first starting a business. And, and so many people don't understand if, if they haven't reached that success, uh, whatever success means to you, but, um, you know, then, you know, they're like, you know, how can, you know, how can you not feel that you've earned that, you know, you've, you've worked it. So other people can see the reason why you've earned what you've earned. Okay. So one thing that you can do is you can vocalize what you're feeling. I, I know a lot of times we, we try not to open up ourselves, but, you know, you can say to people, you know, Hey, do you, can you believe that we've accomplished this? Can you believe that, that we have this many customers or we're making this amount of money or whatever, whatever success is to you. And, um, and you know, listen to what they say, you know, let, mm -hmm. let them tell you why you deserve it without boosting your, you know, feeling like you're getting your ego boosted or anything like that, you know, because we, you don't want it to, 
to slow you down. I mean, if you are seeing success, then that means you've got that momentum going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And so um, the people around you, whether it's in business or in your personal life or whatever, they can usually um, see from a different perspective that, you know, why you're seeing the success you are. And again, there are some people that, that just, you know, just, you know, the stars all aligned just right. And it worked out Mm -hmm. perfectly, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, and regardless of whether you happen to be one of those unicorns that just fell in that way, or, (laughs) or if you did put in a lot of um, time, effort, and energy, and um, it's imposter syndrome is not something to take lightly or, Mm -hmm. or feel like, um, like there's something wrong with you. You Mm -hmm. know, it's, it, it happens to many of us. To everyone. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it, but it's something that shouldn't be ignored because no. it, it, I have seen it. Um, e- even if people don't, don't quit because of it, um, they may change tactics or slow down yes. or, or yes. whatever, um, and end up sabotaging themselves from further yeah. success. Absolutely. I mean, it really holds people back sometimes that could fly if it didn't hold them back, you know, so, it's it's a shame and the the silly thing is it can come back you know i'm very well aware that i feel confident now but it could come back any time i could feel like an imposter again any day <laughs> it's like yeah. it's something that you can overcome and then it comes back it can creep in and it can just hit you there's all different ways it can yeah. come to you but um yeah, it, it does help when you've got supportive people around you. And I know that I've always been very self-doubting and I'm lucky I've got a really supportive family and a really supportive husband. And he always says this is nothing to do with luck because I used to say maybe it's just luck. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, he always used to say there's absolutely no luck because I've seen you work so hard and I've seen you do this. And then he lists all the things right. that I've done. That really helps. If yeah. you've got supportive people around you, it can really lift you and uh, um, dispel all the imposter syndrome. But not everybody has that. And I certainly didn't have that in the past. So I know what it's like. But it's um, surround yourself with people that can give you that. If you don't have them in your immediate family, find groups that you right. find support in or find friends that are supportive. But I, f- I feel that really helps don't you think like having people supporting you? Absolutely. Um, it, it's, it, it's the best way to, um, it, it helps in both ways. One, one, it helps um, if you do start slacking off, then, you know, because they mm. care about you, they can kind of hold you accountable and be That's like, Hey, right. you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially when you're dealing with, when you're in the, the heat of dealing with imposter syndrome, having people that care about you and care about the success that, that you're getting and be able to tell you and kind of, like you said, itemize, you know, these are the things that you've done, you know, mm-hmm. don't, it, it's very easy for us to, again, what I was saying earlier, you know, if it's something you're passionate about, you don't necessarily always see the work that you've put into it because it doesn't feel like work. Yes, exactly. You know? And yeah. so having someone on the outside, if you will, that can look in and, and be able to, to tell you that, no, you, you have been, you, you know, all, you know, all these years you've been working on whatever, or, mm, you know, that's right. whatever, whatever the hard thing that you've been focusing your time and energy on, mm. um, they can, they can bring things 
um, just remind you of things or mm-hmm. bring things forward that you, like you said, like I said, you, you wouldn't think of as work. So you don't really realize it. Um, and that can really help, uh, you know, dispel that imposter syndrome and feeling that you don't deserve it um, and showing That's you right. that, that you did, you um, did put in the work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that is really, you know, just being reminded, I'm really sorry if anyone can hear my cat in the background. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her, Keith, but she's meowing really loudly. So she'll be quiet in a minute. <laughs> she does that. Yeah, so, so important what you just said. Um, I think that that is really the best way I can think of of overcoming imposter syndrome is to surround yourself with people who support you, who show you the side of yourself that is the opposite of what you think you are. You know, you mm-hmm. don't see the hard work that you've put in. You don't see all the qualities that you've brought to the table to get to where you are, but other people see it, like you said, as well. And um, and I think that's really valuable in helping you overcome imposter syndrome. And I think it's really important to overcome it or to at least, you know, um, push it away for a mm-hmm. while until it comes back, but then push it away again and keep right. doing that until hopefully one day it disappears. But um, like I said, it can come back. And then you just need to surround yourself with the right kind of people, I think. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I said before, I mean, it's, it's come back for me, uh, you know, like if, if I happen to get, um, you know, uh, something comes across my, my emails or, or I get a phone call and, you know, maybe I get invited to, to speak at a conference or whatever. And I'm like, well, why me? You know, why? Um, yes. <laughs> but it's, but acknowledging it, knowing what it is, acknowledging it. Um, makes it a lot easier to to deal with you know mm-hmm. to, to, like you said to push it away um, yeah and and so don't think that one that if you are feeling that way that you don't deserve the you know the success that you're getting um, you know don't don't feel like you're alone because like I said it's happened to, to many of us um, and also don't get that false sense of security if you you know you're able to kind of overcome it that mm-hmm. you know it it could sneak up it you know, at any day in oh, yes. time. And yes. so um, being ready for it and acknowledging the the work that you've done um, can only help you uh, grow even more. That's you know, again, right. the, the key is, is if you let it, um, if it, if you let it take over, you know, psychologically, then you could um, basically be self-sabotaging unintentionally. Yes, um, absolutely. And I think, you know, maybe make a list of all your achievements, even if they're small, it doesn't matter. As long as you can see what you've done, what you've achieved, progress is progress, no matter how slow. So I think anyone who is listening and who thinks, well, why should I be successful? Because you deserve it. We all deserve it. And we all work for it. And, uh, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't. I don't know why we tend to listen to our negative feelings more than our positive feelings it's almost as if we can't entertain positivity it's like that's too good for us well i I think i think part of it is is what you were saying at the beginning of this episode about um you know we're we're kind of raised to to be humble and to not and to not be braggadocious and so because of that you know when when we do get those feelings of yeah we deserve this we worked hard for this and that kind of stuff um, 
in in the back of our minds, it's like, okay, but don't be too bra- you know, braggadocious about it. And, yeah. and so it, it is definitely something that, that I can, I can see people um, not wanting to, uh, to not feeling comfortable, I guess, Absolutely. addressing. Absolutely. Yes, very true. And uh, especially if you equate success with money or with a monetary goal, mm-hmm. um, because we're always told, you know, money is the root of all evil. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't, you shouldn't splash your money. You shouldn't, you know, it's almost like money has always been a, a bad thing, right. something that we need desperately, but, but a bad thing, you right. know, that's how I was brought up. And that's how many other people have been mm-hmm. brought up. And they, and we've always been brought up with, unless you work really, really hard, you know, that's how you make money. You have to work really hard. You have to make sacrifices. You have to, and all that is quite negative, really. Um, Because if we manage to create, to make money by doing something we love, it doesn't feel like hard work. And that we feel like we don't deserve it. Right. Um, And and that's such a shame. And, and, you know, nowadays it's so, there's so many more opportunities to create a business online and doing something that you love. Yeah. So it, it makes it almost um, the, uh, the epitome of, of getting imposter syndrome. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, if it's, if it's something I love doing and I'm able to, to start an online business doing it, so I don't even have to like go to a nine to five and, and I'm seeing success. Yeah. Then going back to that, that whole, you know, not being braggy about it and, and not feeling that you deserve it. You know, it's like, I I didn't put in all the hard work that, you know, that my grandpa told me that he had to do, you know, we have to remember we're in a different day and age. And so, um, you know, we still, it doesn't take away from the work that we've put into it. It's just a different type of work. It may not be Mm -hmm. manual labor that we're doing. Um, but it's, you know, labor as far as like research or whatever happens to be, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be doing for your business to, to get it to where it's at. That's right. And I think some people look at us and think, well, that's easy what they're doing, you know, but it's not really because I've never worked longer hours than I am yeah. now. <laughs> and staring at a computer screen yeah. all day is hard as well. It does yeah. it does give you a different kind of tiredness. Yeah. Now what I do, I mean, people in the past, they used to um, work in the fields to, and that was hard, hard work. Now I go out in the garden to work in the fields to relax. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I I. I've got uh, three, three gardens out back. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, That's right. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's really just, like I said, it's a different day and age and, um, and it's just, it's a different type of work, but it doesn't, um, it shouldn't deter from the amount of value that's, you know, that, that you're bringing to the table. And, and the truth is, is a lot of times making something look easy is a lot of work you know exactly <laughs> you know and so that's something that that we need to keep in mind very true yeah <laughs> well this has been another great mastermind Nuria, and yes. a big thank you to each and every one of you listeners and viewers who came to tag along if you enjoyed today's mastermind it would mean the world to us if you'd follow or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform and while you're at it go on and leave a review we'd love to hear what you think what are we going to talk about next week Next week, Keith, we're talking about being flexible in business. So that's another great topic. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be a a very great topic. Yeah. So, well, until next time, I've been Keith Wheeler. And I've been Nuria Colby. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Mastermind today. 
Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and tell a friend who would enjoy it too. Your support is greatly appreciated. This has been the Masterminding Success Podcast.